Broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studios in Atlanta, Georgia, it's time for GWBC Radio's Open for Business. Now, here's your host. Lee Cantor here, another episode of GWBC Open for Business, and this is going to be a good one. Today we have with us Amanda Giannotti with Allogram. Welcome, Amanda. Thank you. It's good to be here. Well, before we get too far into things, tell us about Allogram. How are you serving folks? Well, we are uh, recognition specialists. We fabricate all sorts of custom awards um, to promote engagement and um, goodwill and anything positive. Now, how'd you get into this line of work? I am second generation. It's a family business. My parents started in 1984. And then at some point uh, you decided, hey, this sounds like a a good career choice and and you got involved? (laughs) Well, not exactly. (laughs) I uh, graduated with a degree in biology and sold medical uh, supplies for a while. And my father uh, saw how good I was doing in sales. And so he recruited me to sell awards. And um, it took him a couple of years to convince me, but I'm glad I joined the business. It's been a great run. I've been doing it now for 32 years. Now, um, how what what's it like being part of a family-owned business as opposed to kind of when you were in uh, the, in the medical sales at the beginning of your career, where it probably wasn't a family-owned business? Well, family-owned businesses certainly have their challenges. I think family is harder on family than they are on um, outsiders, um, but there's a lot of benefits that go along with that. Now, when I was Um, In my prior career, I was an outside sales representative, so my closest supervisor was about 150 miles away from me, so I still worked pretty independently. Um, So I don't know that it's necessarily a fair comparison, uh, but it has been great. And in 2015 or 2016, my daughter joined the business, so now we have a third generation involved. Wow. Uh, That must be pretty rewarding. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, how does it uh, does it impact your company culture being family run? Well, um, we try to have a culture of openness and um, you know honesty and integrity are definitely top of of mind across the board. Although I had an employee ironically uh, resign the other day, and she did it with sadness. Um, she needs more money, and I I can't bear more. Uh, but she said, although I'll never have the last name, I always felt as I was part of the family. And I think that's a good thing. Now, do you think that um, having it kind of go through ger- generations, that that impacts how you treat the employees? Does it become more of a family? Do you look at it, we're all in this together more, you think? Oh, I, I definitely look at it as we're all in this together. And I mean, I consider every one of my employees my my work family. Um, and you know, I try to keep up with what they're doing in their personal lives and try to be a part of that as much as I can. Now, does that transfer that kind of attitude and that culture? Do, do you try to transfer that to your clients? Because in in a way that you, when you're helping them with recognition and awards, you're helping them create the culture that they desire. That's true. Um, but I think with the clients, we take a little more of a professional approach, not quite as personal. Maybe that's wrong. I'm not really sure, but we try to be at the top of our game 
at every stage of the order. So much of what we do is custom and people come to us and they just don't know what they want and they don't know what's possible. Uh, so we really educate a whole lot during the sales process. So we try to present ourselves as um, friendly, absolutely, and professional, but the industry expert, you know, the, the one who can help guide them through their choices. Now, what does an engagement typically look like? What is this the first time they've ever done awards? Like, how does how does um, kind of how do you get generally most? I mean, a lot of our businesses repeat business, so they're familiar. But for a new engagement, um, sometimes they're coming from a competitor and they've done things in the past, and they'll send pictures. Can you do this? Can you do that? Uh, But many times it is the first time, and they they have an idea of what they think they might want. Um, until they find out maybe what it costs or what it, what's involved. And then we offer them a solution that you know fits their budget better or their timeline better um, and just offer education along the way. We, we try to give uh, good, better, best options. So to hit any of their price points, um, most things are driven by budget, unfortunately. So, you know, we, we're conscious of that. And there's different manufacturing techniques we can use that will allow us to um, do things uh, faster or more efficient um, with a similar look, you know, kind of mocking the high-end look uh, without the price. Now, um, like you said, that a lot of your work is repeat. Is this a situation, especially with a, a new client, that you've helped them with this award and then this becomes just like a regular part of their way that they uh, deal with their staff and their team? Yes, correct. And when you take that kind of long-term view, does that, um, that must, uh, breed kind of loyalty and, um, like you, you have to think in the longer term, it's not a transaction anymore because they want to have a solution that they can just kind of rinse and repeat, right? It's so they don't yeah. have to kind of create the wheel every time. Yes. And it's, it's relationship building and it's building trust. And, um, you know, that's a, a huge part of it. And, earning their business and earning their trust and getting them to, um, you know, believe in us and, and understand what we're offering them and, and to be able to just trust us and um, partner with us. Really, our clients are our partners because we're trying to help them achieve their goals. Now, when it comes to awards, what is it um, that a, a person who hasn't been giving awards out uh, should know about the importance of recognition? Oh my word. Well, recognition, it's been proven. It, um, the power of recognition is, is real and it's strong and, you know, you can, um, make someone feel so much better about themselves and the job they're doing really by just saying thank you. Um, but by complimenting that thank you with a token and it does not have to cost much, it can be very inexpensive, but it's very effective. Um, and they, every time they see that token, they're reminded of that memory that they had when they were given it and the good feelings and the goodwill and, and the positive nature that goes along with that. Now, when you're working with a new client, especially about leveraging this power of recognition, is it a conversation where you're trying to get to the the heart of what is the objective? Like, is this something that you're doing as an incentive for a salesperson or is this just something to to talk about the culture of the com- the company like you want to incentivize kind of positive behavior like how do you kind of wrap your arms around the kind of the why behind the award 
you know, it's all of the above and 50 more factors. And it all depends. It depends on the situation. It depends on the company. It depends on what their goals are. Absolutely. And we need to know that. Um, so everything is variable. And that's what makes the business a, a huge challenge, especially for onboarding new people. Um, because to learn all the variables is difficult. There's nothing set in stone and everything has an exception. So um, although we say, you know, we don't do X, Y, Z, we actually, well, we can do it as long as this, this, and this fall in place. So there's really no set in stone rules. There's just guidelines. And um, the, mo the most difficult challenge is to figure out exactly what it is, what is the customer's goal? What are they trying to accomplish? And, um, you know, what is their timeline? Because that definitely limits what they can do. And then we go to work to try to, you know, match a product um, to elicit those feelings that they want where the, when the recipient receives it. A lot of times I say we're masters of the perfect moment. You know, we, we work with our clients to determine how they want that perfect moment to look. And then, at, you know, we go to work to create a product that will elicit those feelings. Now we're talking a lot about recognition is, but it sounds like a lot of your work is customizable. So therefore it, to me, it would open it up to things like gifts as well. Does, does your service go beyond awards to also personalized gifts? Absolutely. Yes. Personalized gifts are part of our line for sure. Um, and signage and name badges as well. Identification type products. So now um, when you get into that side of the business, is that a different, uh, I guess, occasion for the uh, recognition or award or gift in this case? Well, gifts are pretty similar in that you've got to consider the recipient and what they might, you know, like and what your goal is and, of course, what your budget is. Signage and identification is different, and that's generally more cut and dry. You've got, you know, a need, a set of specs you have to meet. Um, but recognition is much more fun. Now, how do you kind of stay top of mind with your customer to let them know you do these varying things? Because I would imagine the occasion for one, they may not think of you for the other thing. That's very true. Um, people tend to think of us in silos, and that's a big challenge to cross over those silos and, and make that connection that, hey, we do this too. Um, one way we try to bridge those gaps is in our showroom. Um, the showrooms are all equipped with sections of gifts and signage and awards. And then the awards are broken down in different categories. Um, so, you know, hopefully when they're in browsing one, they see another. Now in the, in the journey that you've been on as an entrepreneur and taking over the business, uh, you decided to become a certified women owned business. Can you talk about um, why that was done and what impact that has made in your business? Well, um, there's some advantages to being uh, woman-owned when it comes to government contracting. So that was probably the, reason, the main reason I initially looked into it. But the networking and friendships that are made um, by getting to know other women in business um, is invaluable. Uh, they, we look out for each other. We, you know, do business with each other. We pass leads to each other, and uh, that's just a, a great tool to have in your tool belt. Um, but the friendships that have been made over the years are incredible. Now, um, 
I'm looking at your bio here, and it says that you are active in a lot of boards related to your industry. Why was that important to you to kind of lean into the uh, organizations that serve the whole industry uh, and and take leadership positions? Well, with um, 30 years experience in the industry, it's what I know. So that's where I can give back the most. Uh, So I serve on two different industry-specific boards. One of them is for very selfish reasons. It's a group of the top 70 retailers in the country. And when we get together, there's so much information exchanged. A lot of what I know, I owe to that group. And then the other group is sort of the association that governs the industry, so to speak. So to be able to share that information on an association level and, and pass on best practices and improve the industry as a whole um, benefits all of us. Now, any advice for young people out there who are, um, you know, maybe getting involved in this industry and they don't know how to plug in? Like there's one thing, a lot of people join a bunch of organizations and associations, but they don't kind of lean in and don't um, take leadership positions. They don't volunteer. They think that just by joining is enough. Do you have any advice for those folks that are new uh, in the industry? I would say to get active in the association and learn from the other members in the association, take advantage of whatever educational opportunities they present. Um, That's going to be the best way to grow your business and, and learn. And if we're not learning, you know, we're going to die because you've got to constantly learn and change and adapt. Um, 2020 is a great example of that. Look what COVID's done to everyone. So by having professional association to lean on, you have a source of education and opinions and um, different resources to pull from. Now, has your work changed in the fact that probably some of your customers are now in this kind of new new work from home environment um, and they may not see their employees as much? Is this maybe more of a reason to uh, create recognition opportunities and gift giving opportunities? Absolutely. Um, I mean, the need for recognition has not gone away, yet business is dramatically down because of COVID. And work from home, you know, has really changed the um, employment climate. And it's something I really think businesses need to look at strongly. Um, I have uh, four daughters, the youngest of which is a sophomore in college. So they're adults grown-ups and they're out there in the workforce and my one daughter shared a story with me the other day that really resonated um she has been working from home since march she has not been into her office at all her entire office has gone remote um, in all their locations and they have multiple locations across the country and um she got married during covid and a package showed up at her door and you know we get packages every day from amazon but we know what's in them because we've ordered them Um, This package was from her work. She was completely elated at the fact that they took the time to send her a wedding gift. And, you know, you can get that same effect for these uh, Zoom meetings or Microsoft Teams or whatever you're using. You know, you could send a package, do not open until Tuesday at two and, you know, have everyone open on screen together and take some screenshots and just build that camaraderie and, and, help your culture along and, and make people feel like they're still connected because some of them haven't been in the office rubbing elbows with anyone for months. And just 
her, um, the way she presented that to me and how you could just hear the happiness in her voice that it's really something I think that's kind of untapped right now by employees. Don't think they're doing it much. We've done some of it, certainly. We certainly are talking it up. Um, but, you know, there's added expense with that shipping each gift, even if it's a $10 gift and you add another 10 in shipping, you're, you know, you've doubled your budget to get it to them. And then you have to rely on the carriers to get it to them on time. And they're all struggling with their extra workload. So there's challenges abound, uh, but work from home has definitely changed the climate. But that's why you need kind of an expert to guide you to really maximize the opportunity because the layperson may not understand all of the variables and how to really get the most bang for your buck. Yes, absolutely. So now if somebody wants to learn more, have a more substantive conversation with you or somebody on your team, what's the website? The website is allogram.com, A-L-L-O-G-R-A-M.com. Good stuff. Well, Amanda, thank you so much for sharing your story today. Thank you. It's a pleasure. All right. This is Lee Cantor. We will see you all next time on GWBC Open for Business.